Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, if you've ever experienced bedtime battles with the kids, I'm going to let you into a little secret. The Koala Moon podcast has revolutionized over 20 million bedtimes with parents like you calling it life-changing and the perfect nighttime routine. With original kids' bedtime stories and cozy sleep meditations, every episode has been specially designed to make bedtimes a dream. Listen to Koala Moon on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Speaks the shit I watch people drink and they be like... <sighs> I'm like, I don't want to drink because of beverage. <laughs> when you drink it, it's like... We call those pussies. That shit was hard to me. No, nah, you're not lying at all. I don't know nothing about all the shit you know about. <laughs> what? Nah, just, it's... Uh, you know what you're talking about. Yeah. Nah, it's, it's just... It's funny how much shit you can hear. Like, right, we could be doing a podcast because I could hear... I can hear the computer humming. I can hear that that uh, freshener over there bubbling. Certainly the AC. Right? So yeah, I have to turn the AC it. down. Should I turn this off? No, no, you ain't got to turn it off. It's all good. Can nobody hear that except me? Okay. Does um, is it, does it need to have something in there, or will it burn itself out if there's not a fluid in there? It's fluid in there. Okay. That's well, obviously the bubbling. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like so, one time know. when that girl was here, there was steam. Oh yeah, for some reason. Oh, if you change the settings and shit, mm. they come out. Oh, do some Yeah, what happened to her? Our unofficial co-host. I said, don't come back. In, uh, you know, it's no six months, and here we are. She's here at the last week of every month. So next week. Got you. So instead of first Sundays, it's more like last Tuesdays. <laughs> there you go. Something <laughs> like that. <laughs> so no ceilings, GL. No ceilings, GL, my man Peter. We got Uncle Mook in the spot, you feel me? Toxic masculinity. They ain't recorded in about four or five fucking weeks. So toxic they had to go to rehab. So toxic somebody had to (laughs) check in. The audience went to rehab. (laughs) Hey, they been telling on us, man. They can't even go live, man. They been telling us hours that day. I can't go live, man. For real? I can go live on the toxic. I can't go on Uncle Mook. They got you blocked. You on punishment. And this is what they do to mm-hmm. me, man. <laughs> if I ever went live, I'd be banned too. That's true. That's true. Um, so I, you know what's funny? I I couldn't figure out what we was gonna talk about, but I got a good subject. What's that? I got a good idea. So Mook had been on this whole tangent where he wasn't drinking. Oh shit! Yeah, 
right? And he was like, he, he was, was in season. Man, he was running. He was starting to look like Jerry Rice or something. He <laughs> building, working out, and everything. Then he pop up in this motherfucker today with some tequila. So what happened? With my tequila, nothing happened. You it's said an off day. You, it's an off day for me at work. Oh, got you, got you. Yeah. So the first, the first, the first, uh, I did like 40, 45 days or something like that without with no liquor, no nothing. Then working out hard. So I'm still working out. I'm still on that. But now you just cutting it with the I'm tequila. A sip. Yeah, I'm a sip. I'm off days though. It's a recovery day. There you go. And tequila helps but your I muscle recovery. So, yeah. I, I, I ain't going to go that far <laughs> and say it's helping nothing. Yeah, I'm just saying because I'm trying to figure It's helping my brain. Man. You just more relaxed. There you go. I don't understand how y'all like drink that salt. shit. Like, I don't, I don't I don't know Moose life. I could talk about my life. Sure. You how, how'd you end up I, drinking? To say, like, I have... Like had a uh, a drinking problem. Like I like I was notorious for how much I used to drink. Like among among white people who drank, like people would not like. Don't go sit down and drink with him because that'll that'll shut out your lights. And there was you know a couple friends that I knew growing up who had like older brothers in college. You know it's just cool. Da, 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 da. So I'm like, they all started drinking like the ninth grade. So I didn't really drink till like the eleventh grade, but it took me a about a week and a half before it was just like a little out of hand and I looked like I was 12 till about I was 27 so you know MacArthur Park you can go get the fake IDs yeah well I was the only person from where I grew up that wasn't scared to get out of the car so we used to go up there and they would send me up there to get out and go deal with people you know on the sidewalks yeah so I had a fake ID all the time which was ridiculous because it was just like such a joke to bring a you know to a liquor store in Costa Mesa or some shit and trying to find a Mexican with a lazy eye on 19th Street that don't know how to read. Yeah, I found him, you know, but like that fifth of tequila, I drank a fifth of a night every night, six nights a week for for a long, long time, and I would drive everybody home. I would get pulled over and whatever. It was nothing. And if it wasn't for track, I probably would have had a lot of problems because I wasn't because I still had to get to college. So I would drink from June to December hard. And I'd be like, fuck, man, we got a meet in like two weeks. I better like straighten this shit out. And it, you know, cost me a lot of money what I did from June to December because, you know, preseason matters. But when you're 19, 20 and you don't feel it that much, I mean, I would there were days We'd have a couple Saturday practices because the coach was mad at me, so he'd make everybody show up on Saturdays, and I would show up. A couple times I would like fall asleep in the car and throw up on myself and wake up <laughs> and like put on yesterday's shorts and, and show up at practice. I have vomit on my shirt. I just run. Oh, we ain't gonna know with no shirt today. And everybody else would be, you know, okay, we're gonna get on the line. We're gonna run till Peter hates himself. Well, I I I already do, so we don't need that. So everybody else would. <laughs> throw up and hate themselves but I already threw up so I would just run everybody else into the fucking ground and I just didn't give a fuck like I was just wired differently than a lot of people down there even when I would go even when I got out of like Orange County like I went to Dallas my freshman year of college there was some guys from like St. Louis and Atlanta whatever the fuck else they was like man bro you got hearts you like unbreakable 
I just didn't give a fuck like that. <laughs> Nigga said unbreakable. That was what they said. That wasn't what I said. Yeah, no, I feel you. I'm just laughing. But how'd that happen to you, Mook? The drinking? Yeah. yeah. For me, shit, it uh, it went a couple of ways, man. First, I was smoking weed. I used to smoke weed a lot. Then, I never even liked liquor, really. And what happened was, it, it's college, though. It's the same, it, you know, college got me. College got me. When I went to college, and I'm talking about JC. I ain't even talking about going to the university. When I went to JC, niggas was, nigga, that's what happened. You start partying, niggas was drinking and smoking. Niggas was drinking and smoking. So once I got a hold of it, I'm like, damn, this shit is cool. It didn't, it, it, it made me feel cool. Uh, obviously, when I first started, I wasn't fucked up to the point of not being able to control myself. Did you start smoking weed in high school before you started drinking in college? Yeah. Okay. I started smoking. Is that, how, is that how it went? Yeah, I'm 37 first. years old. I don't smoke weed once in my life. Yeah. Yeah, I started smoking first. So what happened was, like, weed, weed, a dude, for me, I, I can't speak for everybody, for me, weed was having me laid back. So laid back sometimes to where, like, niggas are getting confrontation. And I just still be laid back, like I don't give a fuck. Whatever, I was like that with alcohol, though. For See, real, alcohol didn't do. I, alcohol for me is crazy. For me, it like kept my kept me. It kept me more alert, especially when I was in college. Like I was still alert. I'm having a good time. It gave me a cool little feel. But I felt now. I don't know what I presented. I felt that I could keep. I can navigate through situations better off of off the liquor. So I'll be off the liquor and the homies would be we we be we going out and I'm like, man, this shit is cool right here, man. This shit is cool. And then I just started fucking with like of course these songs, Buster Rhymes, Pastor Cavassier. Yeah. You actually passed the Cavassier at that point. Right. But see, that was so, it is a catchy melody. I didn't even pass it. See, you was like, oh, you pass it to yourself. I showed up with it and left. It's like, pass it. And I went straight to the no. recycler. He said, pass it. Conv- no. I'm See, us, we was the really Kavassi buying in. all of them. We was buying Well, he, he said he bought them. He no, just wasn't sharing I, it. I was buying them at one point. He was point. drinking them. That's what when he said. They, he said, I'm not passing idea. it to other people. Yeah, we was, was just we was drinking drink them. the Cravassier. Well, yeah, that's well, what we was doing. We was knocking them down, man. They, they took my idea at one spot. And I was like, well, this is ridiculous. So I just got really, really, really good at just like just plundering grocery stores for all that they had. Like I could determine the price of what it was that I was feeling that month. I would take the whole stock out of a grocery store of whatever bottle I wanted that I liked at that time. And they would like Tangray number 10. I was notorious for Tangray number 10. Yeah. So I would cleaned out all the Ralph's in like a four city area of all the 10 and then the price would drop and I'd clean it out again and they'd raise the price and then they would move it into the secured case and then I'd find something else I liked like but I, I probably stole $50,000 worth of liquor in my time drank most of it <laughs> and then when I got to be 21 I could buy it so then you that was it no more. that was what cleaned me up a lot too because I had already been drinking like top shelf shit since I was 17 because I'm not going to walk in and steal a bottle of pop. I'm going to steal the best you got. I'm not paying for either one. Why am I going to go take the risk for the crap? Yeah, hell yeah. So, so, so 
as somebody who don't drink, right? Because I'm used to seeing motherfuckers drunk and it never look appealing. I never seen a drunk person. I was like, that's how I want to be. Right. You ain't seen me. But for sure, for sure, I don't understand why motherfuckers around drink cheap. Oh. Me neither. Like, yak is cheap. No. Cheap yak is cheap. Well, I mean, obviously they got better age yak. Yeah. If you, right? For FY, for the audience, if you're drinking cognac of any kind or brandy of any kind for that matter any grape distilled oak aged if it's not XO 10 years or greater you're cheating yourself don't waste your time but but I'm gonna tell you I noticed that right and and that's why they drink so much of that badass shit you know, piece of shit out of you just piece the shit I watch people drink and they be like ah. I'm like I don't want to drink cause of beverage that's <laughs> 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 When you drink it, it's like we call those pussies. No man, that's how every that day. Was too funny. Yo, that's what you gotta imagine to a nigga who don't drink, never drink. When you watch motherfuckers drink, yeah. So you I know gonna, all ah, they actually. I could vote. <laughs> so, <laughs> so look, so I'm trying to introduce motherfuckers to better. I'm trying to introduce motherfuckers to better liquor. Yeah. yeah. So. Yes. I realize you can't because they've been drinking so much bad liquor that they don't understand how to preserve a $200 bottle of liquor. So here's what I'm going to tell you. And this is just my personal opinion. This is not no fact. But here's what I believe. I believe most motherfuckers that's drinking, for one, they're trying to drink. They're just drinking because they want a certain feeling. That's first. The next thing will probably be budget. It's almost like cripping back in the day or gang bang. I ain't gonna say cripping, just gang banging. This is why motherfuckers was wearing chucks. They wasn't wearing chucks just because chucks was the freshest was in the world. They were the cheapest. Still clean yeah. for and 20 bucks. Cool. Right. Dickies weren't the most expensive pants? No. <laughs> no. Oh. So, so with that being said, I think that, okay, it's like, okay, when you get to the cone, yeah, you get to the Hennessy now. It's like, okay, now it's $37 a bottle. You know, when niggas starting off, it was about 25, 27. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And at that time, it's like, I still look cool. I still feel cool. You know, I'm still looking cool, feeling cool, drinking cool with a Hennessy bottle. Yeah. 1999, I remember getting $19.99 bottles of Cavassier. Uh, uh, you oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? $22 bottles. That was back of, when the dollar meant something. Yeah. $22 bottles of Hennessy. You know what I'm saying? So... I, I'm. I think budgeting is a part of why you know is what they drinking on too. Cause I didn't see folks. I do. I I, I, I agree and I don't. But it's a bad. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I'm gonna tell you why go it's ahead. a bad idea. Go ahead. So I bad, understand. It is a bad idea because the problem is right. So it's two things. <laughs> right. It's two things. It's bad idea. I I don't drink. I ain't into drinking. Never drank. Right. That ain't my thing. But I do, I learned a lot about it because everybody around me was drinking. Go ahead. Uh, for the audience, we don't have a camera here. I raised my hand to ask a question. Because go ahead, this is go class. ahead. Um, if I were to come through with something very nice and a very nice Cuban cigar, would you participate? No. Glasses Malone is a, is a lousy son of a bitch for everybody listening. <laughs> <laughs> cigars. Cigars, dog, is like... You don't even inhale cigars for real. That's the beauty of it. Then why smoke it? Because you're not smoking it. 
That don't even make sense. <laughs> it don't make sense to non-cigar smokers. A cigar is very strong. So, like, there's there's two kinds of drinkers. People who drink to get drunk and there's connoisseurs, right? I went from A to B. For smokers, it's like you could – if – Moog don't smoke cigars. Yeah. If he smoked the cigar I just smoked outside, the way I smoked it, nothing – no smoke went past the back molar, you know? He's going to be fucked up. It's really strong. Wow. So it's like weed. It's not like weed, but it's it's far more cerebral than weed. Like, uh, I got a good friend of mine, uh, Tongan Big C. He used to smoke weed all day, every day. He was just a degenerate loser. Just a bum. A total bum. I hope you hear this, C. I'm going <laughs> to send you this. And C told me this beautiful story. Some guy, I forgot where he was. He does a lot of private security. You probably would know him if you've seen him. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. But uh, some guy walked up to him and said, hey, 
put that blunt down and handed him a Bejique, which is like the top-line Cuban Cohiba. Very hard to get. It's a phenomenal cigar, very strong. And he smoked the cigar, and he's never smoked weed since. And it's one of those things where it's like it's a little bit more body. You're totally – it's a cognitive-enhancing uh, stimulant. And you get all that. Remember how back in the day you, uh, there was people who you could take like a dropper of creatine and put it under your tongue and it would get into your system that way? Yeah. Same thing. The, the nicotine gets into your saliva. You go, it goes in that way. It's, like, it's, it's kind of like dip more so. Gotcha. Like you don't eat the dip. You just put it in your mouth. Still chew dip. And it gets there. Yeah, or chewing tobacco, whatever. It's, it's, it's closer to that as far as a pathway goes than necessarily smoking it into your bronchial tissue and going into your bloodstream that way like it would with a cigarette or with weed. Yeah, I just shit. Um, yeah, I bro. learned a lot about alcohol, right? I learned a brandy and a cognac theoretically is the exact same thing. Yeah, just it, where they're it's made. Sparkling wine versus champagne. Sparkling wine and champagne. Yeah. So the difference between cognac and brandy is cognac is made in this specific region of France. Yeah, which is called cognac France. Same with Armagnac. Yeah, Armagnac. Yeah. Um. Same thing with champagne and sparkling wine. They're the same thing. It's just made in this special district in France called Champagne, France. Okay. That's how they got the titles. So they're the same, you know what I mean, except because, you know, the process of, of, of making them is the same. But the separation really is when you start, like Pete was saying, you start going VSOPs, XOs, because then that becomes how long it's been sitting in the barrel. Yeah, okay. and that's important because if you're oak aging anything, whether it be scotch, rum, tequila, or cognac, those are generally like scotch, any whiskey. You know, any is barrel aged. Uh, Vodka origin is not barrel aged. That's how many times distilled you'll see. Like, like Syrah came out is grapes five times distilled, but like yeah. Smirnoff is three times distilled. Right. The longer that you age something in oak, the impurities infuse into the oak and out of the base of the liquor before you run it through. Which the is why it don't process. burn when you get the better liquor. Yeah, I mean, it's going to burn to some degree. You're still talking forty percent, you know, alcohol content, but a lot of those. That's small <sighs> complex toxins it's, it's not like, it's, it's less that you laughing at the niggas that make that one the, huh? the, cause they liquor be so cheap the cheap liquor for the degree to which it burns less when you're drinking it it's way less when you wake up the next morning oh that's part of what it is for sure for sure if I drank I would only drink stuff that's been aged of course Right now, we got some blue label Johnny Walker. Amen. Scotch. When you say we, who is that? <laughs> Where is that? It's at the house. Oh, at the house. At Where the is house. that house? <laughs> <laughs> We're pulling up. I buy a lot We're of gonna liquor. We're going to have an after party. I buy a lot of liquor. I got a, I got a whole I got box time. of Cubans that would go great with, with that. that. I have the right Cubans for that. I just yeah, have for it. For water. I just have. So you can drink water. I got uh, I got Uncle Forties. That's called a good host. I got Uncle Forties XO cognac in the refrigerator right now. Where's the fridge? Right, right there. You're pointing at a, at a studio no. and, and, and a young gentleman's no, engineer of the, outside of there. Hold up, I'll go get it for you. Hold Please, on. we're gonna pause this real quick. Peters are done. I had the greatest setup of all time. Like. This is kind of one of the things where I learned about profiling because, like, obviously, like, when I would go 
to LA when, especially when I was younger, if I was on Long Beach Boulevard or if I was on Century or somewhere where it was hoes, I would get. Oh, this is gonna be too bad. Um, I would get pulled over, you know, because they thought I was trying to get prostitutes or drugs. Well, when I was in Newport, when I was sixteen, seventeen, if you're young and white and in a car, they're pulling you over because that you're probably uh, drunk. You're if you're not a DUI case and you're an MIP, you're something. You're yeah. the, you're the greatest likelihood of them getting something out of the time. So I was like, well, how can I drive around and beat these motherfuckers? Because I want, I'm going to drink and I'm going to drive, but I'm not going to get in trouble. <laughs> like, drink. those are three things I'm that I can drink. promise you. Bray, this is, don't listen. This, please do not listen to this. This, this is, is horrible. These are all what not to he do He is story. white and white people could get away with anything. <laughs> if you're Remember smart, this. I got a lot of white friends didn't get away with this shit. That's why I'm the best. <laughs> okay, so back to the point. So I got the 40 VSOP. Oh yeah, you gonna try it? I mean, you. I don't know this if you. SOP. I just said EXO or better. What did I just say? Oh, that's too. Oh yeah, that, this is yeah. young. This is this right here. This is called statutory rape. It's too young. Oh, I I feel the same way. It's too young. So that's the thing. So EXO is EXO is ten years. 10 it years. takes a grape ten years if you're gonna have it with a spirit. It doesn't take an agave ten years necessarily. But it takes a grape 10 years. It takes scotch. It's got to be at least 12, 15 years. And rum's got to be double digits. What's the oldest liquor you've ever tasted? Oh, God. Oh, you know what? I taught some other guys down in uh, Orange County how to, you know, get things for free when I was younger. Sure. And we were big fans. So, of- so in, 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 in the rest of the country, when you're not white, that's called steel. Go ahead. Right. That's one way of looking at it. That's one way of looking (laughs) at it. I get things without paying for them. So these gentlemen, um, gentlemen as they were, they had gone a little too far with it, but they went into a house and cleaned it up. And (laughs) and so they sold up. So to translation, they flocked a house. Yeah, it's called flock. Yeah, that's correct. Um, but in typical Godfather fashion, they paid me their tribute. So the tribute that I received was a bottle of uh, Ray Martin Louis Thirteen, which is, I believe, a 50-year-aged grape. 25 or 50. I want to say 50. But anyway, it's, it's, it's a long time. The gap between that Remy and 1738 or VSOP and that stupid, ugly green bottle, that horse shit, it's a whole nother universe. It is a whole nother. Like, like the gap between VSOP and XO is palpable. The gap between exo and that is unmistakable mm, wow. unmistakable that and that would be the oldest because once it hits the glass there's no more it's like uh it's not like wine wine you can age in a bottle and and, and you can uh age it further yeah you can flourish once it's once a cognac hits the glass that's the end of the process once it's out of the oak there's no more so that would be it I mean, so you couldn't you couldn't have that bottle for fifty it's, years. It's not aging anymore. No, you could. You I could drink that, and yeah. when I was ninety, I it's gonna be the same thing it is today. Yeah. Same thing it is today. Yeah. And this is so tequila has the same type of aging process. It's the, the titles of it. Um, yeah, you got uh, usually blancos are the blancos cheapest, are the and you've got reposados, is, añejos, blancos, and you've got those premiums. That's that's, that's a that's a pedophilia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So if you drink a blanco, that's pedophilia. Yeah. Right. Uh, reposado. They put the rape in reposado. Yep. Yep. That's that's statutory rape. Yeah. We so got reposado the over there, but it's you know it's, that's like a high that's that's like a high school senior who's eighteen but still in twelfth grade. It's not it's not illegal, but it's not classy. It's not classy at all. And, and where do you want to be? Añejo. That's it. That's they put the hoe in Añejo. That's what I'm talking about. That's what, that's what we have. Yeah. That's what we drink. We gonna knock that's down when some I go get liquor. That's, that's when do. I go get liquor for everybody. Yeah, I'm gonna stop right at Añejo. I, I only got that because they didn't have XO for forty shit. I only try to if it's up to me. Yeah. I'm coming back with nothing but XO. I'm coming back with nothing but Añejo. I'm coming back with none. Everything I fuck with got to at least be older than. I'm talking about at least got to be college. Like, yeah. you might have graduated college. You in grad school type age liquor to start. And shout out uh, to the Licks and Tash for XO Experience. I thought it was a very inspiring album. And, and underrated it was and underappreciated. Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. So, uh, oh, that was cool. Yeah. So, but I think that's the point. I, I always tell everybody, I'm like, yo, you drinking yeah. this bad shit because you ain't paid for it. If you yeah. pay $13, you finna drink it all because it costs $13. Yeah. Now, you pay $150 for a bottle, $200 well, for I'm a saying. bottle. Like, it's budget. You know, a lot of folks... Oh, they can afford it. They're just... Because it don't take much yeah, to but, get there. But, but they can afford it sometimes. But what I mean is they can afford it, but it's like they want to drink it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I can afford it. Like, I don't want to get a big goat. I don't supersize my meal because I want to eat half my fries I supervise the meal because I want to eat the whole f- I, I, I love fries I want to eat all the fucking fries and all the, and I want to drink you, all the drink I, but see that's the so, weird part so if I get so if I get some liquor you want to drink the whole bottle one time that's ridiculous that's my thing though you're better off that's the point you're, you're, I'm you're, just telling you most people's point when they drinking is I didn't let get me drink the, the whole bottle to look at the motherfucker you yeah, don't gotta those, look at you could actually need help Yes, that's like a real alcoholic, bro. Brandy, oh, man, them motherfuckers, okay. bro. They cannot leave if a, if a, if it if it got liquor. I love her name, by the way. That's just. Hey, listen. If it's liquor in the bottle, the party is not over. Well, that's that's true. It's the, a lot of people like that though, because it, at the end of the day, that's that's what you get the bottle here's for. The thing. That is not you get why the bottle to get drunk. So every time you buy, a bottle, so every time you buy a two liter, you like let me drink all the soda. That's my that's my point. Like it's not soda. That's more also true. You can, yeah, you get two. When I get liquor, whatever the fuck. If I do get liquor, yeah, I got liquor to be drunk. Oh. When I get when I get when I get a two liter, no, I get that to quench. So, and that needs to change in your life. You need to quench that. Yeah. That. But see, well, old school cats, and I remember this. One of my other cousins told brought this to my attention. That's why older cats used to just have what you was called a night cap. Which would they would pour the liquor in the cap, take the shot, boom. That was enough for them to relax in the evening time. Now, whether yeah. that was some made up dumbass story, it made sense to me because it's like, yeah, a nightcap, that makes sense. You're not trying to kill yourself. You just take a nightcap, boom, put in the cap. So you said it was the original Nyquil. To me. Yeah, but niggas, we ain't doing that. Niggas is going, we going to take the shit to the next level every time. So it ain't gonna be no nightcaps. It's night bottle. Night bottle. <laughs> Just drink the whole. That's my thing though. It's like to me, it was life changing for me, and I mean that fundamentally, like in the classical sense. 
when I went from going, all right, if my monthly budget is $200 or $300, let's say 300 is a little more, it's a hat tip to my man over here, mm-hmm. but I could buy 10 bottles of shit or two bottles of heaven. Yeah. You're better off as a group, as whatever, show up with one liter of ace shit instead of showing up with 10 liters of shit. No, here's the deal. All right, and I I feel what you're saying. For sure I do. But here's what's going to happen. You you, you spend two, three hundred dollars on a bottle. You show up with that, right? Motherfuckers going to drink it so fast, you only might get one glass. You have to discipline them. No, but I'm just telling you, I'm, motherfucker gonna get mad and be like, "Y'all had more of the shit than I had, and I'm the one spent two, three See, I'm just telling you that type I of know. shit. I've been with us. It turns into that. It's you, like you oh, know why? Y'all I'll had tell you more why. Of my drink than I had. And, and, you Everything know. comes back to women. Because if I show up sure. with a hundred dollar bottle of the best run, of, of the best Zacapa on the market, it's hundred and fifty dollars. It's sugar cane based. It's it's aged 18, 20 fucking years. Right. The first ten sluts get their hands on it, are going to pour it all over pineapple juice and not know the fucking difference. Right. And they're what's ruining society. Right. <laughs> you need to have a, a clear understanding. Hey, look, we're going to put this straight in the glass, and we're not going to touch it. And drink it slow and appreciate what's going on. And by the time you drink it a little slower and appreciate what's going on, you don't need to be so shit-faced you can't feel your feet anymore. I'm going to tell you this. You could try that move. Everybody can try that move with the brothers, with fellas. Fellas can do that. Fellas can do that and say, hey, you know what? Look, you bought that bottle. Boom. We're going to have that bottle. It's a two-drink night. That'll be every Sunday. So you can come back next Sunday until we finish it and then we get another one. Like, fellas could do that. Exactly. You take that shit to some shit with any women there, it ain't going to happen. Yeah. It just ain't going to happen. The pineapple juice will ruin everything. Like, it wasn't a joke. Like Kevin Hart says pineapples. You know, stop, pineapples. (laughs) This is true at the bar. Pineapples, stop. No one's putting a hundred and fifty dollar bottle of Martell on pineapples. But I, and I, but I figured out what. But I figured out what it is though. See, consistently with black folks in my community, and I hate to admit this because you're a white person, and I don't like telling you he that y'all been getting shit. money. Well, that's I why I wasn't going too far. Yeah, I kept I, trying to bite my nah, tongue. Nah, fuck that though. But he went ahead. I, he, he no about ceiling. to go where I really was thinking. There's no ceiling, cuz. I was trying my best to Everything. as if white people don't have a universal drinking problem. Sure, sure, but that's not that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm saying is, see, because black faith, black folk being the the, the face of poor people around this country, yeah. there's some social issues that's happening, right? Yeah. That are relative to economic. Mm-hmm. This is just this is part of the same oppression, right, of this country, right? So yeah. you buy cheap liquor, right? And you got to mix it because it's cheap. Of course. You don't even know what good life. I'm telling you, as most black folk, they be like Hennessy. Regular bullshit-ass Hennessy. Yeah. yeah. They call it VS Very Special. Ain't nothing special about that. Ain't nothing special about that. That's quite upsetting. That motherfucker's pedophile. Very, very unfortunate. You drank a pedophile liquor. I got a question here. And if the first time I moved to Miami. You drank a pedophile liquor. 
You over there just over there indulging in that little baby. Yeah, that they baby just finished that. They just stepped that thing out the backyard and brought that and poured it up for you right now. That thing ain't had a day. No, that's that's. Think well, about it, Blanco. They made that shit in the bathtub right now and put it in the stores. Yeah. You got the whole. If I drink, you would have to hold my shit because at least I'm talking about college. I'm, I'm doing good enough to where at least I'm twenty years or better. Yeah. Whew, that's impressive. Twenty at least because I wouldn't be drinking it every. 15 seconds I'd we'll be hitting the shot or two Give it man, we talking about discipline and drinking like uh, like I said man you talking about people coming over having one shot it's like black folks with steaks I, right. I got a rap line in a song it is like yeah. that I got a rap line in a song uh, it's just about black I took her on a bad date no look I, I took her on a bomb date if she order well done no no I took the bitch to get a bomb steak. If she order well done, it's our last date. Do not come in this motherfucker and get this hundred dollar steak well done. The worst feeling in the world if you take thousand percent. If you take a woman somewhere and and listen, Bray, this is really important. Stop eating well done steaks. You know if a steak is is nasty. You know if a steak is nasty, because you need a one. Yeah, that's that's a Waffle House steak and egg special. I love it at three in the morning. Been there, done that a million Perfect. times. Perfect. But we're not doing that at Taylor's. Yes. Like like. My godfather told me that. But yeah. again, that's yeah. what they keep doing to that liquor. That liquor be mm-hmm. so bad, you got to mix that shit with everything. Yeah. Just like that steak, they be getting that that you know that, if you that steak tequila, that you gotta lick salt off your thumb and have a lime and shit then you got the wrong tequila exactly. you don't have the right process you have the wrong tequila if you ask me it's an important thing to know I'm with you man you know what, knowing, you know what my rap battle. back in the day you appreciate this this was probably well I I'm an old man now so you know maybe 12 years ago I developed a process, and it included what was what was ratchet test number one, and it happened in a very awkward situation. But I would go out with a girl, and I would advise that maybe she orders a certain item on the menu, and I would know ratchet test number one. She's going to order the salmon. She passed. If she orders the salmon, she fails. Ah, uh, that's the enunciation thing. It's bigger than enunciation. Salmon and salmon. Bigger than enunciation. That's enunciation. That's puss. That's that is well no, done mad. versus I mean, medium rare. Got to do their thing. That is well done versus medium because... rare. No, fuck that. I, I'm not with him. Enunciation of salmon and salmon. Nah, man. I had a nigga go to the thing and say filet minion. Yeah, that for sure I ain't going back to no steakhouse with that nigga. Yeah, that nigga. No, he made the girl look bad. So filet minions okay, yeah. but salmon. No. Get the fuck. Out. No, no, no. Hey, you, I ain't mad at, like I say, I ain't mad at nobody. With this your girl ordered a salmon, and the waiter didn't quite hear it right, and looked over at me to translate, like I knew what she was talking about, and I looked back and I was like, "You're gonna have to square that with her." Yeah. Yeah. Pass the salmon. Yeah. But to that- me, salmon is a color. Salmon is the food. Oh, this nigga's crazy. <laughs> now, that nigga just came in with some That's the watchiest <laughs> shit I have ever heard yeah, in my I, life. If I say salmon, is I'm painting my lowrider 
this kind of Damn. pinkish color called wow. salmon. Wow, okay. When I go to the fucking spot, I'd be like, let me get the salmon. That can only be because the guy paying your lowrider is Mexican and they say, I say he like that, Spanish. though. I ain't I'm, finna I'm lie. Just keeping it, I'm just keeping it a buck. I hear you. I, I hear you. Deuce, like Mac, Deuce Mac got a salmon caprice, a Landau. Would, would you consider yourself to be a ratchet gentleman? Hands down, but I don't order so, salmon. Okay, there we go. I don't order salmon at the at the spot. Okay. I don't go, I don't get nothing past medium plus. Okay, medium plus. I, I had to get me yeah, because I ain't doing medium rare. I don't like that. That's a little too much for me. I need it. Got to you got to put a little bit more fire up under there on the inside. Have you ever had blue rare? Blue no. What the fuck is that? That's not sound cooked. This um. I went to a spot in Arizona called the the Keg, great steakhouse. And you guys remember um, in in uh, white people in shit. Training Day, yeah. the baseball steak over down there at uh, Pacific Dining Car. Bro, I, I have no. I, what's funny to me is the homie Trash started talking about a baseball steak the other day, mm-hmm. and we laughed at his ass so hard. Because baseball steak is some shit they used to eat at. Like, you know when, like, old folks, like, in the, at the World War II, like, I'm going to take you for a steak dinner? Yeah. That's what they was getting, the baseball steak. Back when America had class and you can get a good steak. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know if I would say a baseball steak is a good steak. No, nothing is good without bones. Oh, I disagree. Nothing is good without bones. I, I, I was in Texas at a Bone is flat. So, Pete, I'm sitting out between the white folks and black folks. Let me tell you the difference. We are flavorful people. I understand that, and that's I why we it. got high blood pressure. Hey, y'all. I got two words. Hey, crazy. To, just, just, just to throw a, a high blood. I just got two words. <laughs> now, you high blood pressure is your words. My words are seasoning salt. I understand what you're saying. It ain't enough seasoning salt you can put on that. But let yeah, me tell you how bad the filet mignon is. The filet mignon is so unflavorful. They got to wrap a piece of bacon around that nasty bastard. If you wrap bacon around uh, my uh, uh-huh. filet mignon, I'm gonna wrap bacon around your neck. <laughs> But the reason they're trying to is because it's Who's such that? a flavorless. A lot of great restaurants That's wrap true. bacon. Yeah, they do all around the outside. Yeah, yeah because they're really trying either. to get. Because you know, pork they don't sweat. Like pigs don't sweat, so it become it's pre seasoned. So they <laughs> wrap the bacon around it, trying to inject some flavor in that nasty ass chunk. And that's why I'm fuck with baseball steaks neither, because baseball steaks is a poor man fillet. It's a, it's a lot of volume for the I surface area. I feel you. So a baseball steak looks like a cup rare. I have one blue rare. Okay. What's blue rare? I'm still sleeping on blue rare. Okay. I, w- I went to, um like I said, the Keg and AZ. Ooh, have I seen? And, all right, the baseball steak at Pacific Dining Car that Ethan Hawk ate, all that shit, that was a piece of shit M- of meat. Mind you, Pacific Dining Car is one of the most expensive places you could eat in Los Angeles. And they're... Fucking baseball thing. steak is garbage. I'll tell you to your, to their face. They can say it's the steak from the movie, blah, blah, blah. That guy was from North Hollywood, never had a steak in his fucking life in the movie. So anyhow, I go to the Kagan AZ, and they have the grades of how you can have this thing cooked. And it's like the rarest is blue rare. Basically means we're going to have a hot flame. We're going to roll it across like a basketball and pick it up on the other side. It's going to be cooked for about 12 seconds, and we're going to serve it to you. Pete, you really are white, bro. Blue rare. I never even heard. Do you know how they white that call has it to white be? Rare. For sure, they should call it white. I blue white. Did you hear what he just told you? It's it's a little more cooked than that, but not by much. It's it's cool. Oh, sorry. It's cool interior. It's a cool interior steak that's about four inches thick. And 
I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It was an exceptional, exceptional dining experience. It was just exceptional. Yeah, it's, it's like a bullshit-ass piece of sirloin. I told Tony Sotomayor to go yeah, there yeah, when he was bullshit. living in AZ. Shout out to Tony Sotomayor, who subsequently blocked me like a month ago on Instagram. I'm his biggest fan. It That's broke crazy. my heart. I know. We got to get him in here, so ask I him why. I swear to God, I got to get unblocked. I got you. I'm going to get him Please. in here. Please. I'm going to get I'm him in here. I'm begging you. What the fuck did you do? You did some toxic shit. I have shit. no idea. I'm his biggest fan. So baseball steak, bro, look like a muffin. Baseball a steak, ball. yeah, it's like a, it's like a, it's, it's really a poor man's fillet. I did it's see that. It's a rich man's right filet. It's a poor man's filet. Yeah, that that shit's rare horror. It's a lot more. So he's talking. <laughs> a lot more nicer. Anyway, back to these pedophile liquor, these pedophile liquors, mm. these, pedo- these pedophile alcoholics out here that keep drinking this cheap ass shit. I don't want to talk about y'all cheap ass. I'm here to help you. Motherfucker. I don't want to talk about y'all cheap ass. That's all it is. But yeah. It's not budget. 
It's budget. It's, man. It's, look, it's man, not budget. It's not budget. Standard. Listen, it's standard. Man, listen, because Hennessy ain't cheap. Even me. Look, when I was on my drink, drink, drink type shit, not on my drink, on my off day type shit. When I'm on drink shit, I say, if you don't have what I drink, I drink what you got. I understand that. Nigga, that's because right. you are drinking for a different reason. You probably done had a hard day and you just need to get out of your mind. Let's right, say you're me, right? A lot of motherfuckers is doing. You just might not agree with they reasoning of a hard day. Let's say you're me, okay? Mm-hmm. For a second. Listen. It's going to be very challenging. Close your eyes so you don't notice the, the gross pigmentary differential. I'm ready, man. <laughs> <laughs> You drink a bottle of Hennessy a night, right? Yeah. Because I I drank a bottle of Hennessy many times, VSOP, when I didn't know any better. Yeah. If I drank a third of a bottle of XO, I'm fine. That's a great night for me. And I only got to buy it once every third night instead of drinking the other (laughs) shit once every night. (laughs) So a fifth would take you three days. A fifth... A third of a fifth that's very, very good is better than three-fifths that's very, very bad. That's all I'm saying. Okay. It's enough. And Hennessy is very, very bad. As far as much as niggas love Hennessy, Hennessy is some bullshit. And don't talk to me about that white Hennessy but crap. But already programmed the nigga in the songs, too, though. That's the other part. I agree, but you can't take advice from a bunch of niggas who don't know more than you. Yeah, but I got that's a question. what a lot of niggas do, because that's why a lot of niggas is doing lean and the pills and all that other shit. Yeah. Why don't other niggas, drink why lean. Why some niggas ain't been there niggas that's that. rapping about it ain't even doing it. But, you, you know, when you keep hearing that in your ears over and over... You know, you start believing it. We can all agree. Because you can't yes. control sound waves, microwaves. True, true. That's true. And that's what gets you. I got a bit of a theory here. And this is a little it's a little deep and it's a little abstract. So just, you're going to have to tolerate me because that's the best I can ever ask for. <laughs> you know, you can't get any, I can't ask any more than tolerating me. But, you know, you look at like the history, for example, of like, Creole people in Louisiana, right? That's Creole is a French word at the time means free. That's why the language in Haitian, in Haitian, you know, language is Creole. Whatever. And I had to look that up because I was like, why do Haitian people speak Creole, but people in Louisiana who are light skinned are Creole? It like, what's the correlation there? And I wonder why specifically cognac? Like, why, why not scotch? Why not rum? Why, why cognac? Yeah. Is there like any sort of historical? subconscious significance to the aspiration to like French culture or something that ha- that comes from like Creole Louisiana where cognac which is a French liqueur is revered in some capacity in the community that I've, I've often wondered I haven't gone and done any polling there's no polling data oh. that I've done <laughs> Okay, but is there any traction possibly to that Hypothesis. I have no clue. Yeah, I don't know the connection either. That's deep. Uh, you know what it is? I don't know. I, I'm not gonna talk about that. That shit is way deep. I don't know how the yak become what it is, but that that could be a starting point because everybody is from that area. Yeah, and and, and, and I'm sure were, yak had to come through there because you and, would think you would think motherfuckers would drink bourbon. True, absolutely. See, like because right. bourbon is right. an American made liquor for right. sure. You know, you hear. Why the fuck is you getting something from the French? And let's be even more deep. Like, 
the reason Creole became the term for Louisiana, people of Louisiana was if you had French blood in you, in your lineage, before the Louisiana Purchase, Napoleon said, if you have any French blood in you, you're not going to be enslaved by an American president. So if you are part French and you're black, you are freed as of today and we're signing the document tomorrow. So I understand where there's like a a hierarchy with the Creole thing in Louisiana because it's like, well, he's light-skinned, I'm light-skinned, he's free, I'm Creole like him, I'm free. Like It makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. But with that also... You know, just just a, a further kind of reverence to like the the French aspiration. That's that's kind of where it came from in my head. You know, like I said, I'm an alcoholic and I'm very abstract, so I don't know anything about anything. Just ask questions. <laughs> I got to give a quick story just because all y'all you know, starting to talk this Creole shit, and I got to just give one quick story that's irrelevant to all this shit, but it was just Can't funny. more irrelevant than that. It was more fun. It was funny as fuck for me. And, and it had to do with this. Look, my cousins and my godbrother, the same, my my godfather that I told you taught me about the stakes and shit because mm-hmm. he got hot as a motherfucker. He like Joe Pesci type nigga. Fuck yeah. And man, he's a little short motherfucker, loud. You know what I mean? Fuck you up, get you in your face. You embarrassed this motherfucker man, in this spot. some retarded shit <laughs> quick and we'll be in some whole other shit fast. Like, goddamn. But look, him, him and his son, right? We uh we we he got season clip uh tickets to the Clippers. He's a Clipper guy. Motherfucker was thirteen dollars. I don't know. I don't know nothing about all that. I didn't get into it. <laughs> but what, I remember at one time with Clippers a, tickets, you pay three hundred dollars and they let you coach a little bit. God damn, that's how bad it was. Shout out to the sports arena. <laughs> so look, so look, no look. But I was getting to this. I was trying to tell them one time. I was telling them about my skin complexion. And they skin complexion. I was telling my fucking God, bro. I said, I'm telling you. I ain't going to say his name. But I said, I'm telling you, dude. I said, homie, I deal with shit just off of this. And he was laughing like, nah, 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 nah. So we go to this game, the Clipper game. Me and him, boom. We go to the wheel call. Get the tickets. True story, dude. We get the fucking tickets. Go in the game. Boom. Of course, my godfather got some cool season tickets. We not too far behind the backboard, whatever the case may be. Boom. We go, you know, halftime, whatever, to go get some alcohol and shit at the um, at the little stands or whatever. I left my fucking, I lose my ticket. Matter of fact, no, I didn't lose my ticket. My godbrother lost his ticket. Mm. So he's like, oh, fuck. You can't get back down. You can't get back down, right? He like, hey man, let me use the ticket. I said, hell no. Nah. <laughs> I said, man, he gonna question me before he question you. My god brother is like, nah. Man, no, he ain't, man. He gonna question both of us, man. Fuck. He's acting nervous. Not on no real nervous shit, on some joking joking shit. But I'm telling him, I'm like, nah, I'm telling you. I said, let's go, right? So we're walking towards the the, the the security, everything. Walk, boom. I let my godbrother go first. My godbrother goes first. Security goes. Ask him, hey, man, let me see your ticket. He said, oh, man, I ain't got it. I left it at my seat. All right, go ahead. I go right after him. I say, oh, I ain't got it. I left it at my seat. He said, you can't go. Literally right after. The um, Your, your cousin lighter skin than you? Of course. This yeah. is interesting because Creole. I got a similar similar story. Creole. A girl from the Jays that I, that I went out with a few times, uh-huh. and she's light skinned chick, 
obviously from Louisiana. She's from L.A. So if you're from L.A., your grandmother's from Louisiana. It's the law, apparently. I didn't know when they passed the law, but that's the law. She's the, she was the original Salmon chick, by the way. The yeah. original Salmon chick. Oh, shit. But she was talking about the phone. And she was like, oh, I don't know if we could, like, go out and shit. Da, 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 da. Like, I'm afraid your parents are going to be racist and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like... I'm older than you. I crossed this bridge before, so it just kind of depends on how you want to handle yourself. She was like, well, I'm, like, pretty light-skinned, so your parents will be cool with me. And I was like, sweetheart, that won't help you one iota. Right. Like, if you, if you act like you act most of the time, yeah. it's going to be a problem no matter Period. what the fuck part of the spectrum you're on. Yeah, yeah, got you, got you, got you. <laughs> <laughs> Piece of nut for even telling this that. This is a real right conversation. Now. Bro, the she first really off, this that. nigga's a white man. He start off like, <laughs> so this bitch I used to date the Jays. That's already was funny. I just didn't laugh. So I got a little right Because I know Pete my, my for sure dated a bitch from the jungle. And our boy to mess with her ass. Exactly. Because he from the jungles. Hold up, what's her name? Nah, we're not going to go that far. Oh, I'm about to say that I might know her. Nah, Maze know her. Because I might know her. Whatever, we'll talk about that off the off <laughs> on a cold mic. No, look, sweetheart. Though this same I'm night girl, I'm talking like about though that happened with the security guard. Here's what else happened. The same night I pull up when we get the tickets. You know, like I said, my uncle, my my godfather got great tickets. Of course, you know what I mean. Yeah. So we come up. What is it about godfathers? They always got the hookup, man. And he's like, I'm telling you, he's like Joe Pesci, dude. I'm telling you, man. And he gonna laugh at me if when he hear this. But look, I swear to God. So that was the second part of the night that I was talking about the color shit. I told him, my God, my God brother, before this, I'm like, dude, they always fuck with us, bro. I'm telling you. He's like, nah, 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 nah. My, my Godfather, he's waiting on us. He's like, man, where the fuck y'all at? You know, this is how he's talking to me. Man, where the fuck y'all at, man? Goddamn, man, I'm at the fucking game. I done bought these fucking tickets for you little motherfuckers. You motherfuckers is late. And did it. You know, that's how he be, yeah. right? And I'm like, man, we right here, man. We coming up. So when we come up, right when we first come up, he comes out of a gift shop. And like I just told you how he talks to me, you know, we clown like that. Yeah. He come out, he say, you motherfuckers, you motherfuckers been having me waiting here all goddamn day, da, 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 da. right? We clowning, having fun. The security, look, he's yelling. Yeah. I'm not even talking, I'm laughing. You got in trouble for getting yelled at? Man, he, the, the security <laughs> immediately comes to me and say, hey man, just calm down. I said, <laughs> I said, calm down. I said, I ain't even sitting there, he talking. Nigga, you are dark. No. I'm telling you, this, this is what I'm only telling you. Dark in Palmdale when it's 110 degrees. This, you but he's this dark compared to a bunch it. of pale people. This is what I'm telling you, man. man came up, he's like, this little motherfucker is coming at me, cussing us out, motherfucker. I've been waiting on you, motherfucker. Woo -woo. The security comes, he looks at him and sees who he's talking to. He yeah. sees me and just sees me walking up to him. He don't know that You're I'm bothering this man. Yeah, I'm about to be laughing with him. He comes to me fast and says. Hey, man, just calm down, you know. I said, calm down. I said, nigga, I ain't even talking. And I looked at my god brother again. I said, this is what I'm talking about. And he was laughing like, wow, that's, you know, he. I guess he never saw that happen. It's funny. It's like, like you had mentioned on a previous show, and it's one of the uh, forthcoming episodes was about wiggers, right? Am I allowed to say? I don't even know. Is that going to block the show? 
But you sent it to me, so I don't no, know. No, wiggers for sure. We definitely gonna have a wigger. Okay, well, if where I come from, I am one. But people you're... think you a wigger, bruh. Are That's you crazy. Kidding? You're like a white guy for real too. Not down there. Oh, you got too much flavor. Way too much. You like the wing. I'm like, I I am diabetes walking down there. So like. <laughs> so wait a minute. <laughs> way too much salt. So if you dated a white girl. Well, people there. would die of shock, but like, <laughs> no, I mean, no, I, I've had that brought up. Like, I've, I've fought that battle back home a lot, you know, because that's how I'm perceived back there. So crap, like, I never get trying to be black from you, Pete. I'm not. I just try to be me. I think you just got flavor. But it is what it is. You, you know what's funny? You remind me of one of them white people from Boston. Maybe I could see that people it's think like you, from a you, lot of places because you have like a like a like a flavorful existence. You know what I mean? You kind of got style. You're not totally void of style, but you're not nothing like a you're not nothing like a brother. Like you don't carry yourself like a brother. You don't pop it like a brother. I don't even hear you using the lingo like people. So that's funny to me that right. I think maybe just because you hang around, you like somehow you able people like you. That's a part of it sure. for sure. It's. And yeah, and I'm older now, so like when I was younger, it used to bother you. It didn't used to bother me, but like I mean, it bothered me no different now than then. But like, yeah, I mean, like I would take calls and I would get calls on the hotline, you know, <laughs> down there, and it's code language, you know. I mean, I'm getting calls from out of state about this and that. It's a A Z to Chicago line, and it is what it is. But yeah, I got called. I, I have fought that battle a hundred times. I'll say that much. But the way I lost my fake ID to go back to the alcohol thing yeah. was this is the whitest shit you guys are going to ever hear on this podcast. Oh, All right. Listen. This, is, this, is, this, is, this is real white. This is like peeling sunburn white, which is going to be me shit. in a couple weeks. Okay. As soon as I get in the sun for the first time this year, that's going to be me in a month. Yeah. So I roll up with a bunch of people and I'm the only person who still has an ID because at least I can hold my water when I get grilled. Yeah. So... There had to have been six of us in like an old expedition, maybe, I don't know, pre-drinking before this concert. We're going to Dodger Stadium for a Dave Matthews concert. It doesn't get any fucking wider than that. Gotcha. It doesn't. Gotcha. And I'm riding in the back seat. So we get in there and everybody's like, hey, Pete, you got the fake ID. Go buy everybody that you know a fucking beer at the place and here's like $60 and I'm like well that covers half of it so fuck yourself but whatever so I go and I whatever man I got caught they took my ID and I had to stand outside in the parking lot looking through the chain leak fence for the goddamn concert and waiting for all my friends to come outside so I can make sure I got a ride home Oh wow! I got thrown the fuck out of the goddamn stadium entirely that's crazy the whole so you missed the whole shit I didn't say I got thrown out with the opening act. Yeah, I didn't, didn't see, see Dave or his black friends even perform <laughs> for two seconds. It was terrible. All right, hold on. We, we ain't going to drag this because this is <laughs> this conversation right here is going to be about a six-parter. This conversation is going to get deep because there's more people coming, more people. So we go. I just want to ask a question. What's your dream liquor to drink? thought about that that's how i know you don't really you're not really a drink like what's funny is you're more like a dependent on the emotion than actually enjoying the alcohol yeah 
I never, I, that's what I've came to the conclusion. He's a, he's a good drunk drinker. That, yeah. That's 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 what I'm saying. You're not even like yeah, I never tasting the liquor. It's I like let me just drink it all. It. Yeah, because I thought all this shit's nasty. I never thought about that in my life about a dream. So now that you have a choice, right? You're thinking about it, right? You've heard of some liquors. You heard some of these rap niggas talk about stuff. So what would be your dream liquor to drink? Would you like, you know what? I'm going to drink that. Let me start. What's your favorite kind of liquor? That's a great point. What's your favorite spirit? Like a cognac. A cognac. Okay. Yeah, yeah, guy. All right. Louis the 13th. I had Richard? I never even heard. Richard is cold. I never heard That's of that. big, dog. I had the Louis before. Yeah. Remy Remy makes a Louis too, right? Remy Remy is a, Louis. Louis Remy Martin Louis Thirteen. That okay, is yeah, that's their, their, so Remy, that's their um, premiere. Okay. Oh, I never heard of that. Uh, you you want to know what, what? Okay, Richard Hennessy is the is the premier Hennessy. It's the Louis Thirteen of Hennessy. Okay. There is one cognac, and Remy makes it. And it sits above all cognacs in the world. Martell has a $2,200 top flight. It's their top of the line, and it's exceptional. But there is one cognac that goes for, Christ almighty, it might be $80,000 a bottle. Wow. And that is the Remy Martin Black Pearl. Now, I'm not giving you a cheat sheet. <laughs> but, like but if somebody wanted to have a dream of one cognac for all time that Glasses was going to pay for out of his pocket cold hard cash exactly that would be a fair answer and you said that's what, what's that called Black Pearl the Black Pearl they named Black it right after you from now I'm going to call you the Black Pearl the Black Pearl well my mama named Pearl so I damn sure that's Pearl's son I want, yeah, I want the Black Pearl and I'm Pearl's the red, son want Black Zelda. Pearl there you go alright Pete What's your what's your spirit? Oh, that's sure. a tough one. I have one for every kind. Um, so are, are we counting Scotch, bourbon, and all all, all them different? I got, I got a favorite for everything. Okay, so what's the what tequila is your dream tequila to drink? You know, there's like what is it the. It's like the Cuervo, like Privada de Familia, or something like that. Some, there's, there's a Cuervo that's like a, about a grand or so. I'd like to try that. Um, some of those, or Padron has a fifteen hundred dollar, two two thousand dollar line. I'd like to try, just to see what that's all about. Um, what are we really talking about here with that? Because I don't know where you can really go out of agave. It's not. A flavorful base. Sure. So let's stick with yak. Mm-hmm. What's your yak? I'll just say this. I would, if if you said I don't like those people over there, I'd take every goddamn last one of them out for a bottle of blue, uh, a bottle of black pearl. Black no pearl. question. Black pearl. So I got to get y'all both a bottle of black pearl or one bottle. You don't gotta, yeah, 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 do black that pearl. and name four people you don't like and everybody's even. No, no, we're not going to do Okay, that. well, either way. We're just going to get the black pearl. <laughs> I'm just saying. Hey, man. <laughs> just saying. a motherfucker, man. So I was just... Yeah. Black pearl. On, on the achievable standpoint, there's... Um, I'm Googling There's a right limited now. XO Martell that I like that's got a... Uh, a rounded bottom kind of looks like the Eiffel Tower it's probably about $200 I would I would grab that I was thinking of grabbing that for my birthday but as far as like dream liquors go 
Yeah, that Black Pearl's a special thing, and they stopped making it, so that that's a, a very unique asset. Black Pearl. That's a hell of a spirit. Oh, yeah, that would... It, it's such a spirit, I might not be atheist no more. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, if you've ever experienced bedtime battles with the kids, I'm going to let you into a little secret. The Koala Moon podcast has revolutionized over 20 million bedtimes, with parents like you calling it life-changing and the perfect nighttime routine. With original kids' bedtime stories and cozy sleep meditations, every episode has been specially designed to make bedtimes a dream. Listen to Koala Moon on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.